a nice. I like that. It that is. beat. Yeah. It's like you can vibe to it. Yeah, it kind of vibe like yeah, vibe to it a little bit. You know, yep. you got that pad in the background. Oh yeah. You know, it just makes you feel like. Ooh, oh yeah. Like I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah it's good yeah it's pretty good beatboxing there you impressed. didn't know it was one of my talents i did not you did not know that yeah yeah hey everybody thanks for tuning in to this episode of worship distributed it's the day after easter sunday and uh it's a good day like uh we had it a good is. weekend yep. we had a good weekend very Ce- good celebrating the resurrection of jesus christ fantastic one of the the pivotal uh, the most pivotal moments in the history of the world yep Pretty awesome. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Had a good weekend. Saturday night services. That was a good service. Normal normal Sunday schedule. Yep. I think we had I have to look at the to look, I got the email. Let me see if I have it. We had like a lot of a lot of people here this weekend. Yeah. We were the South Campus was packed out. Village Park was slammed. We even had a decent amount in uh the Village Park 11 o'clock service. Yeah, yeah. Village Park had 235 uh, with 43 kids, 648 at the 830 service. Yeah, there was not a seat left in the room. <laughs> yeah. Wow. South Campus had um, 201, which is great. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's way up. Um, it's looking like we had like a total of uh, uh, in person two thousand five hundred and seventy two people. It's impressive. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that, man. Yeah, that's that's great. It's a lot of folks hearing the good news. That's the truth. And then uh, if you add the virtual, we had like a lot of people. T- we we've had a really solid uh, continuing online viewing audience. Yeah, and the way that our people count that they're pretty strict on the count there. Like right, like for me. You know, because they have different viewing things. Sometimes it's like three second views, or right, you know, whatever, and they don't they don't really count all those. Yeah, but it looks like we had about uh, three hundred and twenty eight total That's watches awesome. uh, live while we the services were going on, combined between Saturdays uh, and then the the three Sunday eight thirty at VP, and then That's awesome. the two downtown. Yeah, so so total if you include if you include that together, we had two thousand nine hundred twenty people. That's that, awesome. like tuned in uh, either live or uh, online. That's cool. That's cool because yeah, because you know like all those people get to hear the message, they get to hear the gospel. Yeah, you know that's really great. That's awesome. It's a good news. It's good news. Everybody needs to hear it. That's the truth. Yeah, man. Um, I was tasked with the responsibility of providing the meat for the lunch that uh we went to. Nice. And I was gonna cook some, but then I was like, well. You know, how am I going to pull that off on Reali- Sunday? Yeah, realistically. <laughs> like, realistically, you know, with Saturday, because we had a pretty busy schedule Saturday. Had yeah. a crazy Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Can't talk about it on the air. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, doesn't need to be public knowledge. Uh, had a crazy Saturday, but, um, and they, you know, and, and then they had the Easter stuff, uh, the um, the gatherings at South Campus and yeah. Village Park for yep. the, you know, the Easter egg hunts, <laughs> which... Wasn't... Somehow you managed to do both of those simultaneously. No, Rod helped out. Rod Rod, Rod, Rod helped, helped out at Village yeah. Park, yeah. 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 It was a little stressful, but Yeah, it was because it. <laughs> uh things that should just work didn't don't <laughs> yeah. work, right? Yeah. It's exactly. uh, it's the way that goes. Um people wonder why I have gray hair at twenty four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you really have gray hair? Yep. That's fantastic. It's not like they're prominent, but it's it's there. It's in there, really. <laughs> yep. Are you gonna dye it? Are you gonna like use some just for men? Nah. 
Mm. Why do you think a cable cut all the time? It cuts all the really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that? If I let it grow, I, you actually if I, if I like like grow thick, you can actually see like a lot of gray hair. But that's is there I, like is it in patches or is it no? It's single I mean, strands. Single strands. Do they grow longer than your regular hair? I I don't pay attention that much. I think in my <laughs> experience, my gray hairs do that. They just kind of grow like their own way. Right. They're like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, yeah. I'm not going to hang out with the rest of the exactly. regular hair. I'm going to do my own thing. Yep. I've earned my right. Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> I was tasked with bringing the meat, and so um, I had a great idea. Okay. You want to know what it was? I do. I'm going to tell you what okay. it was. I ordered honey what baked if- honey baked ham. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And uh, then I also ordered honey baked uh, turkey. Ooh, that sounds two really different good. types. Nice. Two different types. Yeah. Uh, roasted and then smoked. Okay, what's your favorite, roasted or smoked? To be honest with you, I couldn't tell the difference when I was eating it because <laughs> it had that uh, really good honey-baked uh, glaze on top. Uh, glaze on. I was like, yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the problem was uh, I ordered way too much, like a lot, <laughs> a lot. I actually had to go get a part-time job uh, to pay for <laughs> oh, nice. uh, the amount of meat that I ordered. And we ate a lot at the, at the um, lunch, but. There's still a lot. Nice. So we're still snacking on it. Oh, yeah. So I think tonight we're having eggs and ham. Nice. You know. And tomorrow you'll have ham and eggs. Ham and switch, eggs. Switch ha- ham and eggs tomorrow. Just kind of switch it up. Exactly. Keep things fresh. Yep. You know. <laughs> you know. Don't you know. Uh, yeah. And put some, like, the chop. Yeah, we haven't. The sound effects are back. Right. Yep. I love it. Yeah. You're just hitting all the buttons on there. <laughs> I just hit the one button to shut off and turn on the other one. And turn on the other one? That's awesome. Like yesterday. <laughs> hit the one button <laughs> to another button. <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of the big choir anthem at Village Park, and all of a sudden everything is muted in the whole room. Just dark. Just completely. <laughs> and I randomly, like, I guess the click is not on prefade, but the but the um, the track is on prefade because yeah. in my ears, like, the click, the guide, everything disappeared, and the only thing I could hear was like the track, <laughs> like no no piano, no vocals, no choir, yeah, nothing. That's funny. Yeah, and then you know, six seconds later, everything comes back. You know, yeah. and we're back on track. Like I just kept going. Like I just kept conducting. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I have a strict no stop policy. Right. Yeah. It's a very yeah. long six seconds, though. It was. It was like, <laughs> what's going on? What happened? I don't understand. The amount of thoughts that you and I could think in six seconds is like, it's oh, insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, it's yeah, like six, yeah, yeah, one second, I feel like. Right. I've got like a, like a flurry. Right. Like a Mick flurry. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, well, I brought, I brought that though. So we're still having, we're going to be eating a lot of, I'll probably, I'll probably have you come over and make some sandwiches or whatever. Nice. Know? We'll have some turkey and ham sandwiches that's exciting stack them up hey multi-layer oh yeah a lot of protein all the protein yeah so that's good um and then you you went out uh to yep. your grand grand folks mm-hmm. to have some easter lunch yep we did uh fried chicken mm. rotisserie chicken mm. macaroni and cheese come on now baked beans all the things yeah just like the disciples ate exactly yep <laughs> on sunday afternoon when they found out jesus was alive man they, they just busted out chicken. some fried chicken <laughs> Some coleslaw oh, and yeah. some baked. What kind of coleslaw do you do? I'm actually surprisingly not a fan of coleslaw. I don't. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I don't know why we're friends. <laughs> One more thing that you just found out about me. But I love coleslaw. Coleslaw is delicious. What kind of coleslaw do you eat? Mm, I'll eat any of them, to be honest with you. My mom makes this really good, um, like, vinegar-based coleslaw, which I know sounds weird, but, it, I mean, it has all the regular stuff right. in it, but yeah, it's my favorite. That's cool. It's so good. Can you, uh, is it like a recipe that like only your mom can make that it only tastes good when she makes it or can you like make it and it tastes the same way? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I think probably um, it would just be somebody else could probably make it the same way she did and I just wouldn't like it like I like hers. Right. Because, you know, she's my mom. Exactly. Her food is always the best. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite food that you have with you, that your mom makes? Ooh, it's tough. Is your... Does your mom does your mom cook? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, that's that's. A- I didn't know if it was tough. Like, uh, <laughs> my favorite yeah. food that she makes is DoorDash Burger King. Like, yeah, right. you know yeah, what I mean? Like that yeah, would no. no. Um, I mean, be bad, embarrassing. Right. And we're just gonna move on with no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, she does. Uh, she does. You know, I think if I had, I have like three, so like they're not. I didn't ask for three. Well, but I'll. I mean, now okay. start with your third lowest. Of the three. Um, probably it's the chicken noodle soup she does. Chicken what? Chicken noodle soup. Okay, you got to articulate. I'm We're on sorry. the air. We're on I the apologize. air. People are trying to follow us. I apologize. Chicken noodle soup. Exactly. Chicken noodle Yeah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Chicken noodle soup. Okay. Yeah. And then she does a stovetop version of that where it's... What kind of version is she doing on the first one? <laughs> I mean, it's also <laughs> stovetop, but this one is... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> This well, one, she bows in the bathtub <laughs> with a torch. Like, what? Well, then she moves one to the stove. It's we exactly. Yeah. Well, so the one that is the number three is she cooks everything separately. So she does the noodles separately, the chicken separately, the um, the carrot separately. Everything is just done separately and it's put all together at the end. That's the first one. That's the, that's the the first one I've mentioned. This one that's the, it's literally called stovetop chicken noodle is just it's a, it's a can of cream of chicken. Chicken noodles and you just throw it all together and it's like it's like combine it and just cook it down. Yeah, yeah, in like twenty minutes, you know. Wow. And then spaghetti, all time favorite. Yeah, can't go wrong with it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I know, but it's really. <laughs> Did you just put chicken noodles as two of the three spaces <laughs> out of your top three? It's two different styles of it. The same food. It's the same <laughs> meal. <laughs> it tastes differently. I don't. <sighs> one has carrots. One doesn't. I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't even know why, why I let you work here. <laughs> don't look at me like that with that look of panic. Yeah. Um, I'll do better next time, I promise. I'll do better next time. I'll have three better food choices. What did you want me to say? We can um, just, you know, edit that part out. Yeah, right. No, we're not. Like we we're not going to do that. We never edit anything. Nope. I don't, I don't want to take the time to go through here and find stuff. <laughs> Who? Right. People yeah. find that our raw content just yeah, yeah raw content. Yep, it's raw. Exactly. Um, I don't know about what I just did there, but <laughs> well, thanks for asking. My three. Well, what are your three favorite foods, Stephen? That my that my mom makes. Yes, I forgot to add that coleslaw. Okay, the coleslaw is so good, man. You okay. don't even mind blowingly good. It, it to me it is like okay. I love it like so next week I'll be there with them 
for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nice. with my folks. I'll do a revival at my dad's church. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be neat. And uh, First Baptist Sneeds, the big town of Sneeds. Sneeds. Yeah. It's um. You know what's hilarious about that? Uh, let me tell you this story. So my dad uh, was an educator the majority of my life. Right. He was the school administrator, which was you know great for me that <laughs> my dad was the principal of the school I attended. That was nice. Yeah. Not really, but. Uh, <laughs> But me and my sisters, I have three older sisters, so we, you know, he was a school administrator, teacher. He, my dad's really intelligent. He's in, in like incredibly, like above average smart guy. Reads books, all, you know, nice. knows about everything. I've been with him before in places where it would have been a genre that he would, you would have no reason to know mm-hmm. about. Right. And But we're touring, we're touring this place, checking it out, just because it's a fascinating place, but it's a genre that you would, you know, I wouldn't, we wouldn't have any clue about. Right. And yet he's in there and the guy's giving us the tour and he's like talking educatedly with this guy. And the guy's <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's wild back in 1632. And he's like, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, Paul, the blah, 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 did blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> why, why do you know that? But he's like that kind of guy. So is that where you got it from? Yeah. Oh, nice. That was good. Yeah, you can keep your job for a little bit. Uh, this is my little sound effect. Uh, I pushed my own button on that one. Nice. And um, and so um, he then went to be a pastor uh, in the '90s, and he became a senior pastor and preached at this church from 1999. He preached at one small church bivocationally for a few years, and then in 1999, I was 19. Um. Those of you that do quick math in your head, it's 1980 is when I was born. Um, and so he preached at that church all the way up until 2020, I think. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There for a long time. Great place uh, in Callahan, Florida. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, you know, it's, it's time for me to retire. You know, I love doing this, but. It's a lot of work, and you know yeah. I need to I need to back off and and slow down a little bit. And so, he and my mom moved to this town called Bluntstown, Florida, huh. which is in the Panhandle, and it's really close to where I went to college at the Baptist College of Florida in Graceville. Mm-hmm. But Bluntstown's a real small town in Calhoun County, Florida. It's a very it's not a big town. It's it's a very rural, um, not mm-hmm. a wealthy town by any stretch of imagination. But uh, an aunt on my mom's side lives there. They have a house there that they could live in and so they moved there to retire there and just kind of slow down mom was close to her sister mm-hmm. pretty good pretty good setup uh and so we get them settled in and and uh, a month or two like goes by and, and i talk to him you know then another month or two goes by and, I, and i'm talking to him and i'm like uh he was like i said what you been doing today and he was like oh i was just prayer walking with guys from the church and hmm. that's cool you know, and i'm like well where did you guys uh end up you know, going to church because yeah. he was retired. And yeah, he was like, cool. oh, I didn't tell you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, yeah, I'm the senior pastor at First Baptist Church Sneeds. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, how did? So he's been doing that now for, I don't know, maybe a year or so. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. This is a little, little town. See, and- I, I, I see that happening with you. I feel like if you were ever to retire from here and move away somewhere, I feel like you would retire and, like, Right. again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think as much as like somebody could use me, I would probably always at some level, you yeah. know, worship lead. Right. But 
it's just like a part of like who you are and i feel like I, yeah you know. at some you know at some yeah. level like i'd want to be engaged in that mm-hmm. but anyway so he um he called me and, and asked if i'd come and you know that's, that's do, awesome. do music for him so i'm gonna go up there and next monday tuesday wednesday cool is it like the, how how is there like style of worship up there is it like more laid back and like oh yeah yeah i mean like, it's a small small country church so it's going to be very like they have a piano and they have like a digital organ and cool. um you know, pretty, I think pretty, it's I think it's like hymn book style, you nice. know, traditional stuff. And I don't think it's going to be like restrictive or anything right. like that. But that's going to be what they're Kinda, used to, yeah. what the, what they've what they've had. Uh, I'm sure they I'm sure they have I'm sure they have a window and some flexibility on what they do that I just don't know about yet. But I'm right. from yeah. what I'm picking up, yeah, you know, that's going to be kind of what it's like. So, which is great. I mean, oh, yeah. that's a huge selection of songs, and you mm-hmm. know, we can really. Yeah, try to bring some of that stuff to life in in a way that that maybe will be encouraging to folks for a couple of days. And, yeah, you know, so I'm looking, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. What I found out was was Gary Blanchard, his wife Judy, mm-hmm. her her whole family is from Sneeds, <laughs> and I think I think of somebody in her family actually donated the land years ago, generations ago, for First Baptist Church needs to be built. And so when Gary found out that my dad was there, and that I was going up there, he was like so excited. That's and cool. So I'm almost awesome. gonna be like, "Hey, man, you want to just, right? <laughs> like, come up here with me or whatever? That'd be cool. Like, let's, yeah, he's super fun. Oh yeah. So Gary, like, Gary's retired. If if you don't know Gary Blanchard, he's retired. He used to be on staff here at the church, but he's, um, just a brilliant guy, brilliant businessman. He was a businessman for years and mm-hmm. kind of retired from that too, and just brilliant, great dude. Um, and he's he's super fun. Yeah, to hang around. That's so awesome. he still works. At some level with a church doing pastoral care and stuff like that and visits. But anyway, Gary's, Gary's a blast. Gary's the kind of guy that I think I would like to be. You know, like yeah. still still able to do whatever I want, but connected to the church in, in a way that's, uh, you know, serving them. and Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but anyways, so. Um, but yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to, to hanging out with my folks and doing that. So, Cole's Law. Yeah. All right. And then if you go uh, next one, okay. So is Coastline your number one or your number three? My number three. Number three, okay. Now, number two and number one are really close. Okay. My mom, my mom and dad, and my mom makes a killer pot roast Ooh. in a crock pot, slow cooks it with mm. all the, like the, well, I mean, you don't like all the good stuff, but like it's got like <laughs> onions and carrots and like all those vegetables just cooked down. I oh, mean, man. I like it for flavor. I mean, I won't eat it as a thing, but like for, for flavor, it's like I, I can't. I don't want to. I'm just. I get. I get more and more disappointed. Okay, I'm just gonna be quiet now. I'm just gonna mute, mute my channel. Yeah, just hit the red button. There you go. Say something, Phil. There you go. Turn it back on. Come on. <laughs> so the pot roast is delicious. Oh, so good. Making me hungry. Yeah, I'm. I just, yeah, I just had lunch, but I'm hungry. What did you have for lunch today? Mexican. San uh, San Jose, uh, La Palma, La Palma. Yeah, why'd you go there? That's where Jesse picked. Oh, you want Jesse Silver? Yep. Nice. Um, what'd you get? Enchilada, chimichanga, chimichangas. That's what it was. Not yeah. enchilada, chimichangas. You're a chimichanga guy. So basically, like uh, meat wrapped in a tortilla. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah. Any, I mean, any everything Mexican is. cuisine is that at some level. All right. And what's um, the number one? Okay. Um, I need a drum roll sound effect. Number well, number one is uh, they make this jambalaya, okay. but it's a modified jambalaya. So jambalaya is generally like a soupy kind of um, soupy kind of uh, 
you know, gumbo style thing, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, some rice and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, the seasonings and flavors and shrimp and yeah. sausage and that kind of stuff. But what they do is they take, um, it's really good. So it's also in a cast iron, uh, pot mm-hmm. and, uh, they take rice and they, and they actually, uh, take white rice and they put it in there. First, they, well, actually, first they cook uh, the sausage. So they take, like, sausage, chop it up, and, like, cook it in the, in, the, in the pan and get it all ready. Pull that out, but leave the grease in there. And then brown the rice in the grease. Nice. And then cook the rice. Okay. You know, boil the rice until, yeah. you know, that, that amount. And then, and then from there, um, uh, they, they cook in, like, the, um, they, well, yeah, then they start to add in the sausage. Dad and the onions and green peppers and stuff like that, and it's mm. put some uh, Worcestershire sauce on it. Nice. You like Worcestershire sauce? I do. So good. It's, it's good. Have you ever looked at what's in Worcestershire sauce? Nope. <laughs> Do you know there's anchovies in it? I did not. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. All right. So good. Salty. Oh, yeah. It's oh, good. my gosh. I love it so much. So, yeah, they'll definitely make that for me, I'm sure. That's exciting. Yeah. Now, you want to talk about, like, just make me pass out? What? A lot of times they'll make the coleslaw and the jambalaya <laughs> or the coleslaw and the pot roast. Yeah. It's so good. And it's just, you're done after that. It's kind of cool, isn't it, though, that we have those things like with people that we love that are yeah. traditions that, mm-hmm. that are special to us. I don't know. I like that. Did you ever have anything growing up as a kid with like your grandparents? Did your grandparents ever do like food or things? Yes, my grandmother Frankie, not with on my mom's side, mm-hmm. n- not so much with my mom's side. Uh, we ended up spending, I think, quite a bit more time with my grandparents on my dad's side, mm-hmm. specifically my grandmother Frankie, and that's my dad's mom. But she, she was a great cook. She made the best chicken and dumplings. Ooh, I love chicken and dumplings. I'm talking about like hand roll. Like I mean, she made oh, like she made man. the dough. I mean, <laughs> dude, you don't even know. How good those things are! So good. Nice. These are. I mean, she still makes them. They're so good. She's still alive. She's like ninety five. Wow. Grandmother Frankie. Yeah, she's amazing. Dude, still doing great. That's awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that was really funny though is like when we were you know kids and stuff. There, Mm -hmm. she would always make us cream of wheat. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a Quaker oats. Yeah. Quaker oats thing. Have you ever had cream of wheat? One of my favorite things. It's really good. Yeah. And she would make it for us. So so good. And I always, I don't know, and I always loved it. You know, like she would. I don't know. She would just make it. I don't, I don't even remember what she put in it. I don't know if she put cheese in it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's just a it was just always good. It's just a memory I have of... And meals at her house were always just yeah. good. I mean, she's Southern. I mean, she's Southern. Yeah. You know, just really good Southern cooking. Just... Oh, yeah. That's good. A lot of care went into it. Nice. Every Everybody in my family, as far as I know, like, especially like in the aunts, in the aunts and my mom and like all that. Mm-hmm. And my dad, actually, they're just all really good cooks. They could just nice. make really good food. That's okay. Either that or my taste and flavor profile completely match <laughs> everything. everything that they do. <laughs> everything. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. What about you? My grand- grandmother makes this thing called shepherd's pie, and it's uh, um, it's just mashed potatoes and cheese and ground turkey and peas and um, just mixed it all together and just it's it's like really good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I love shepherd's pie. Yeah, and like I'm the only one in my family who likes it. Besides my grandparents, like my sister, my dad's parent, mom, they don't like it at all. And so it's like I'm the only one that likes it. So anytime that I go over, it's just just me going over. If I go help them, you know, mow the grass or trees, like, yeah, that's always like they make that for lunch. And so it's like, you know, mm. 
So it's like you, you go and you work like several hours and you come back, back you eat that. A nice big warm oh, yeah. plate like, of that sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Man. That's good. Random question. What's the weirdest thing you ever ate? Like you like you ate it and then found out what it was. You're like, that's just weird. Well, I don't know. I don't really know. I can't really answer that. Like I ate something and found out later what it was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'll I'll try like just about anything. Right. I, I really will. I mean, you know that. Like, yeah. But uh, I've traveled a lot for like mission trips and stuff. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been all over the world. And uh, when I was in China, we I mean, I ate. I had some pretty interesting things. Interesting things. Yeah. Like, I mean, from the ocean and mm-hmm. just, yeah. So, I, I, oh, yeah, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I ate a um, uh, barbecue rabbit okay. head. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Ate the meat, like, yeah. I'm just being honest. Like, <laughs> and I ate it and consumed it. it. was, you know, it was at a restaurant in China on the mountain, on a mountain where they have pandas, actually, like just wild pandas. Well, that's cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was barbecue rabbit and I had its, um, had its head and, um, and you like, I'm pulling meat, like, you know, off the, yeah. you know, the skull of the Interesting. cooked rabbit head. And, uh, and I ate its, um, I ate its, also ate its brains. <laughs> Not making it up. Natalie, my <laughs> daughter, she and I both did it. Like we, get, you know, use a chopstick and kind of yeah. like go into the. Did it look, Okay. Question to the head point. cavity. Did it look? Did it look like a head when it was on your plate? Like, yeah. Did no, it, it was, was a skull. Like, like it was a rabbit skull. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, no, I mean it, it wasn't furry with the ears. Like well, it was. Yeah, like, I mean, it was like, like cleaned and right. Yeah. But the meat but, and stuff that was on and around it, like we pulled it off and ate it. Natalie ate it with me. Was it good? Yeah, it tasted fine. It tasted like barbecue meat. Like it. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. it wasn't really enough of big enough bites to mm-hmm. get a, like a solid flavor on it. Yeah. I would assume it probably was at some level maybe a little gamey. I don't right. know. But we ate the brains, too, like out of the – you put the two, like the – what do you call them? The uh, chopstick. Yeah. Uh, up uh, kind of into the brain area, and you pull it out, and it was like uh, like a white paste. Interesting. That's probably why I'm so smart. Did right, you just yeah. kind of gag a little bit? Did you just like a no. mouth gag thing? I was just – I was like, oh, Oh, it looked like you were uh, maybe gagging something. No. See, that's not you, – you definitely went on the interesting eat scale because the only thing I could say was in, interesting was I went to a, a chili potluck where it was like a chili cook-off where it was just different kinds of chili, and you just tried it, and, you know, you voted on what was the best one. I tried this one, and someone, it was someone that I knew made it. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, it's got, a, you know, nice flavor, stuff like that. And then afterwards, I found out it was uh, squirrel chili. Mm. And so they hey. had a squirrel infestation, and – they caught some and cooked caught them. Caught some squirrel and caught, cooked them and made them chili. It's like, yeah. huh. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Nice. You didn't get sick or nothing? No. No, all was good. Yeah. All was well. All was well. I don't know how we got on this topic. No, no, well, I think it, it goes all the way back to I was talking about how it was responsible to bring the, <laughs> the meat. meat to uh, Easter. Okay. <laughs> that's that's where we were. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer makes a really good uh, baked mac and cheese. Ooh, yeah, it's really good. Just any kind of mac and cheese. I'm just, I'm always yeah. willing to try. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm a straight up. I love like, like just a box of craft. Oh, I mean, nothing wrong with that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I doctor mine up a little bit too, and kids like it. Nice. I'll add cheese to it, and I add like a little like heavy cream, and nice. Kind of like maybe a little sour cream, and just kind of like get it Ooh. nice and thick, and make the cheese nice and thick, and they, yeah, they get into it. Yeah. They'll eat it up. Nice. Yeah, they'll eat a box. Actually, two boxes. 
My food bill's gone up dramatically over the years. <laughs> yeah, they eat a lot. They kids eat a lot. I used to eat a lot. I try not to anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. But I ate yesterday though. I did eat yesterday. That's I good. good. I had a good meal. I had one plate though. Like it wasn't over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Ham, turkey, and some of the sides and stuff. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Didn't drink my calories. You can't, see, that's the thing too. Yeah. If you don't drink your calories, it right. gives you a lot of space. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't drink them, you know, that's good. Right. Yeah. Stay, stay away from the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sodas and all that. It's helpful. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it was, uh, it's good coming into the summer season. You've yep. got, you've got a really busy schedule, like probably <laughs> through basically the end of May. Beginning of June almost. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got VBS. Yeah, oh, that's right. Over, yeah. yeah, VBS is kind of early June. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to probably through, all the way through the end of June, I'm going to be hopping. Yeah, between between the school play play and graduation, end of, the, end of year and stuff for the school. Stuff, yeah. And then and then coming into VBS, you've yeah. got a lot going on there. And on top of that, you got regular, regular weekly stuff. Sunday. Yep. Sunday, <laughs> Wednesday responsibilities. Yep. Intense. I heard you guys planning for the play this morning. Yeah. With the light cues. Yep. That's uh, going to be good. It's not going to be as crazy as it was the last year that I did Aladdin because Aladdin is just very, you know, there's a, a lot more going on, you know, visually wise than there is, you know, with the current play we're doing with Beauty and the Beast. But I'm going to do, you know, got some cool things, you know, like when he transforms into, into the beast. Yeah. We're thinking about doing like fog and like fogging up the stage, you know, like doing that, like making it like the low fog and like stuff like that and doing like lighting to like make it look like he's transforming and stuff like that. And, you know, different sound effects to like when they, when they, he walks into the castle instead of just him saying hello, like over and over again, like adding the delay effect to where it'd be like, it makes him say hello. And oh, stuff that's like smart. And in, in like in the castle and stuff like yeah. that. And so. Are you going to do that with scenes or what? Yeah. We're going to nice. run a bunch of scenes. Yeah. So, run a bunch of scenes, run a bunch of different lighting cues. Some things we're going to have, like, six to ten lighting cues per, like, three-minute song. <laughs> right. Yeah. So but it gonna, takes it to a new level yeah, when you do that it, kind of stuff. When I did Aladdin, I had 95 light cues, and that was just in the scene itself. It wasn't That wasn't the added stuff I added through it. So, I probably, right. probably over 115, 120 different light cues I ran for the one show, which is intense. <laughs> but it's fun. I, I really enjoy doing all the building the visual stuff. Yeah. So... Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, you're good at all that stuff. I like that. I still struggle on that light board, man. I used to be good at all that stuff, but that light board, I, <laughs> I, I go and look at it. I'm like, man, I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to find anything on here. Like I don't understand this. I feel like they should be way more user friendly than they are, but it makes you do like command prompts to see screens. It's like open cue list seven, enter, enter. return, <laughs> delete. And it's like, whoa, I got to do all that just to see where I'm at. Right. But that's cool. That's cool. You do good with that. Well, um, I think other than that, we've just got kind of normal, normal weeks coming up. Yep. For for church. Got SEU coming this weekend or this week. Now that's the group from Southeastern, right? Mm -hmm. And they're, they're down in Lakeland. Yep. They're kind of getting a little bit of a, like a thing, right? Yeah. Like they're writing songs and putting stuff on the. Mm -hmm. On the radio, they do. Yeah, doing all the radio. They're actually starting to do little little tours here and there. You know, going on, going to different places. They do summer camps and you know stuff like that. That's so, awesome. It's cool getting to work with them. Good. So I'm actually getting to mix audio for them on Wednesday. Oh, you're doing that? They were uh, bringing their own audio engineer, but then the, their guy came down sick, and so they're like, "We trust you enough to run sound." I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. No, you'll do great. I was like, "Works for me." <laughs> yeah. No, you can do that. So. 
nice in communication with their you know head guy working with uh, what they're doing stuff like that It'd be exciting yeah well we've got you know we've got such a great team oh, yeah. that you've you've worked hard to build uh here you know between Christina and then John mm-hmm. and then you got guys like Rod and yeah you know yeah. folks upstairs around that are just always willing to step in and do stepping in and helping and getting stuff done yep. and um just really I think what I you know, between the between here at the church, and this is one thing that I, I tell people about you when I talk about you, and, 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 and it also would apply to those volunteers. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, kind of backing up a little bit, you know, with the pool company as well, I've found there's a difference between people who just show up to get a check mm-hmm. and people who, like, value what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of our people in the church side that, that we mentioned, they don't necessarily get checks because they're volunteering. They're giving their time. Right. And we want to honor that. We want to respect that time as well. And, For sure. You know, and of course they can do and come and go as they please, do what they need to do. But one of the things that I, I love about you is that you genuinely actually seem to have found like, hey, I love what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I love this technology. I love this media. Yeah. I love, and, and, and I believe like you genuinely obviously love the Lord and his church, and then of course, mm-hmm. the local church that you serve. You, you you show up and you don't complain. You don't even. I mean, I know I'm sure you get frustrated, but you don't even really get frustrated. You just kind of persevere and you do it because you you know love you know love what you do. And mm-hmm. and our volunteers, you know, like Christina and John and and Rod, and you can go down the list. You know, they just yeah, they take it seriously mm-hmm. and they show up and they love doing it yeah. and they do a good job. You know, yeah. they don't just try to get through that just get service. To the service yeah get through that rehearsal they yeah. you know they, they they'll text me later and be like hey check this out like go listen to this and yeah give me your feedback on it. what do you think about this or how do you think this mix you know yeah and the you know the fact that people and you you of course do the same thing but uh the fact that they do that yeah you know goes a long way i mean like in the pool company too i mean obviously i want these guys to get paychecks mm-hmm. right but i also want them to value what they're doing like show right. up do a good job and I don't want them to be miserable at work. Right. You know, because you're going to get miserable if you're just showing up to do something just for, yeah, just for the money. Yeah. You're going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to eventually, yeah, wear off and you're not going to want to do it anymore and you're going to start being half hearted and, right. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And it's such an important, I mean, I think there's a lot of biblical truths and principles in that. And, mm-hmm. you know, doing everything we do is unto the Lord and, yeah, real, realizing the value of, of, yeah what we do at church and, and worship and, and those kind of things and, you know, and all that. Seeing the bigger picture of it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it becomes something that you take pride in, you take personally. Yeah. And you do because you love Jesus and you love the, you love his people mm-hmm. and you love the fact that he's given you a gift and the time and the talent to do what mm-hmm. you're doing. And yeah. that, that stuff matters. And I think one of the coolest things about having that team of volunteers for me personally is, you know, Working at, you know, Chick-fil-A and just when I was at the thrift store and just things like that, like, I kind of always had the mentality of if something went wrong, you know, you always hear that, oh, if you can't do it right, to do it yourself, you know, like, that's the right. that's the whole thing. But, like, that's the nice thing about having these group of volunteers is I don't have to do it myself all the time anymore, you know. Right. I have these people that I can call and go, hey, like Rod. I was like, hey, man, I had someone covering this, you know, with Tucker, with the and then he had to have, you know, surgery and just all this other stuff. I'm like, I said, I really need someone I can trust to just kind of watch over all this. You know, and 
I was, you know, totally just like, like I set it up to where it was as super, as simple as it could be for him. And he's like, yeah, I got it. And then he, but he went above and beyond when I asked him, he, you know, tore down for me. Yeah. He I, did the extra he, steps, he did the extra steps at the end I, of the event. Yeah. That I didn't have even. So ask you didn't have to, to drive, you know, right. 30 minutes yeah. one way just to, to tear something down. Yeah. He went and, and did he, it. And, he handled yeah. it, put and it I, up and that kind of stuff matters. Right. hundred percent. And I think you've done a good job with that. Cause I, I do remember a time where you used to be uncomfortable asking people to do stuff for you to step in and take your spot, you know, and you, yes. you, but you quickly, I think you've quickly got to the point now where you're trying to build that mm-hmm. setup to where people, you just ask them and say, Hey, can you do this? Will you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, will you take it over? And you've done a really good job because we all do that. Right. I have a tendency to do that where I'll try to just, okay, I'll just, I'll just handle it. Yeah. I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Well, the other people never learn how to do it. Yeah. If you don't let them do it. Exactly. And, yeah. and so I think you've done a good job with that. And we just, we, just, we have such a, a great crew mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, that, that do that. For sure. hundred percent. I'll tell you, um, we'll get ready to wrap up. But one of the things that I've been thinking about is that I've watched different events lately and I've watched the leader of the event, some of them where I was the leader or somewhere somebody else was the leader. And the people that are looking to that leader in that event, mm-hmm. they will they will they will prompt off of the overall attitude of that leader mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, I, I was watching an event, and the leader it was there were some kids and stuff like that, and the leader at that event was kind of stressed out, uh, over the top, and so the kids ended up getting stressed out mm-hmm. and getting over the top. Yeah. And then I was watching a leader at another event and they were excited about what was happening, excited about what was going on. And the people that were engaging with them, they were also getting excited and they were yeah. also because they, they prompted off of that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll see if you'll watch uh, with, with pastors and pastor cliff, for instance, if we're doing something and he's moved and he stands up, mm-hmm. I, I'm the rest of the room is going to stand up. Yeah. Because they're going to prompt off. They 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 look at the leader as somebody they trust, somebody, hey, I trust this person. And if they're moved by this, then there's something to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not be moved by it immediately. They may not ever get moved by it. But yet, they're willing to follow the leadership of that person. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think that that's one thing that you know, we, in our leadership, respective leadership positions, have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Is that we bring that excitement to what we're doing. We bring that passion to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. that sincerity to it. Yeah. And, and honestly, when you bring that to it in, in, in a genuine way, the people will follow that. And mm-hmm. when there is something that happens or something that goes wrong, yeah, then it's definitely overcomable. Mm-hmm. And the trust basis is there that people will accept and be like, it's okay. Like it just, it just went wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a big deal mm-hmm. because they see the sincerity. They see the genuine hard work and the passion for what you're doing, mm-hmm. the excitement, in it and that's something i think would go for everybody in in, in any in in any environment even in our homes Mm -hmm. i've seen with my kids you know when i'm in a mood i see my kids eventually they start to get in Mm -hmm. a stressy mood right if i'm stressed Mm -hmm. Uh, if i'm excited and happy majority of the time they're gonna they may not get to the same level of excited and happy but they're gonna be in a better calmer state more Mm -hmm. comfortable state yeah I think that in any environment from ministry to work to home, mm-hmm. in positions where we have influence and leadership, 
the attitude we bring to the table can go a long way to those people that are looking to us for leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you're a leader that's coming in demanding, banging on the table, I want this, I want this, and, and everything's negative, this went wrong, that went wrong, why did this happen? I mean, mm-hmm. a leader has to ask those questions yes, at some 100%. level. Yeah. But but if that's like all you do like all the time, mm-hmm. that's your team's not going to want to follow that. They're yeah. going to get burnt out. They're going to get tired. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna start feeling that way and resonating that in their work. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I see with you, and this is not like me just trying to say whatever, but this is honestly just the, you know, I can see you, you know, you and I have had those moments on a Sunday morning where something sure. just is going wrong, and you and I are stressed beyond the max, but yeah. then, you know, we start the 11 o'clock service or we start the service, and then I see you get up there and worship, and because I know you, I, I can see the authenticness of, like, when you lead worship, you're just like, you know, you lead worship in such a way that like, you know, like, is the problem still there? Yes. But I can, I don't stress out about it as much because I can see you're not stressing out about it, you know? And then you have that ability to, you and I can have the conversation. We can have those tough conversations. We can have the, you know, yeah. Hey, what happened? What We've happened? had our conversations yes. like, Hey, yeah. this should have been, this should have been taken care of exactly. before we started. You know, we talked about this or yeah. this was kind of like, Hey, this was a common sense thing that we can't, right. we can't miss. But even in those conversations, those those don't turn into anger sessions right yes because the the idea of getting like you've seen me get angry like i i do get, i i do get angry and but i will say this and and the reason why is is because a lot of times it's because and i'm not really angry at you or i'm i'm situationally mm-hmm. angry right. and it's because i i the bigger picture to me is that, hey, I've got a job to do to make Pastor Cliff look successful, mm-hmm. right? right? And so when I don't do that well, mm-hmm. I'll get angry at myself. Mm-hmm. When when the folks that are supposed to be helping me do that, like, aren't doing that, I get angry at myself mm-hmm. because I did something that did not cause that leadership. That le- I did something in my leadership that did not cause the people to be prepared and do it. Now, mistakes that happen are just mistakes. Mm-hmm. I generally, right, I yeah. don't mistakes i don't but when it's like just like a and stuff that i've screwed up before like hey i was supposed to do this but i didn't get it done because i got distracted or i let myself Mm -hmm. do something else that i should have not been Mm -hmm. focused on yeah but for whatever reason whether selfish or unprepared or not thinking i just didn't do it right and then now we get into a service and this whole unit this video was supposed to be there this was supposed to be done and i just didn't do it Mm -hmm. that stuff like i'm not mad at anybody but i do get mad at myself on those Mm -hmm. because like i I neglected my responsibility. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I chose something different mm-hmm. now intentionally. Usually no. Right. I would yeah. say no, but it's irrelevant whether it was intentional or not because it still happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but in those stressful moments, you're right. Like there's still a genuine nature between the both of us that we're going to do what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Even when we're stressed, even when we're aggravated, we've got to lean in and, mm-hmm. and do the, do the right thing. Right. You know, because that's what we're there to do. For sure. Um, and I, we, I think we also also have to just realize the human nature of people and everything, you know, mm-hmm. that's going on. Yeah, and just love folks. And sometimes we just got to give ourselves some a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every once in a while, just yep. back off yourself a little bit. I have a right. tendency to be super hard on myself. Same, hundred all the way. Yeah, and it's it's just 
it's not helpful because even that, like to me, like I look at myself, sometimes I'm like, wow, that's just like a pretty not great form of narcissism you got going on there, Stephen, where mm-hmm. you're just only thinking about yourself. So you made the mistake. And so now you're going to be super hard on yourself because you, 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 it's, 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 it, we act like it's like we're some kind of martyr or victim right. that we're just trying to solve it. Like I'm mad at myself trying to solve it, but we're mm-hmm. not, we're, we're still just keeping the focus on ourselves, Right. Instead of just fixing the problem, acknowledging the problem. Yeah. Basically repenting and moving mm-hmm. on, right? Repenting right. from the problem. Say, okay, this is what I did wrong. Here's what yeah. I can do better. And get up and move on, get up <laughs> and move on and, and be better. All right. And just get the focus off of you. Yeah. And those things go a long way. For sure. But we have, like I said in my podcast, the last podcast where I was talking about worship and the importance of encouraging worship leaders, especially people that are in the worship leader positions Mm -hmm. and leadership positions like that. Um, Like even like in that conversation, you know, one of the things that I was saying was, was that we've got to, We've got a great place to serve at First Leesburg mm-hmm. and great leadership team to serve under. 100%. And with a blessing like that, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've got it made. Mm-hmm. And we've just got to, we just got to give our best yep. you know, every time and, and lean into it. But anyways, good chat, man. We're going to wrap it up. Um, it's good stuff. Yep, yep. I enjoyed it. Nice to be back with everybody. I hope you, everybody had a great uh, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. Uh, blessings to everybody. Hope to worship with you soon. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for being here, Phil. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.